Welcome to Builds with Blocks, a show centered around the micro action figures and brick-based construction sets of the Halo universe. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, and I'm joined by Tom Fishenden. Hello there. And Matt Salvatore. Ahoy, ahoy. How's it going, guys? On this episode, we'll be covering the new Mega Construct sets that have been revealed for Halo Infinite. News has been trickling out ever since the New York Toy Fair in January, and we've been itching to discuss our thoughts on the sets that are scheduled to release later this fall. Before we get into the main topic of the show, let's chat about what we've been up to on the building front. Uh, Tom, what have you been doing? Have you been building anything? Have you been working on any projects? What have you been, what have you been doing? I've been doing loads of stuff. Um, have you? Yeah, so obviously, as you guys have seen, and as anyone who follows me on Twitter will have seen, I managed to get my hands on Smuggler's Intercept, Mm. Uh, which mm. is a really, really cool set because it's the only set to exist that's based on a live-action show. The only yeah. other thing it exists is a little Heroes figure based on Forward Unto Dawn. Um, and it's a really, really awesome set of the freighter, essentially. I can't remember the spec for it, but it's the really, really cool freighter from Halo Nightfall that's obviously integral to the story. Um, so yeah, what do they call it in the show? It's like the sloop or it's like a short... I'll think of it later. Yeah, but yeah, it's... That, yeah, it's it's something like oh, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, but it's like referred to a little bit differently. But it's, it's basically like, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a um really really cool like civilian ship, which is obviously something they don't do that often. So it's mm-hmm. really nice to get it. I never, uh, I didn't like it right away when I saw it, but it's it's grew on me, and I, I did I did get it. Um, so how was the build? I haven't built mine yet. How was it? It was really surreal for me. I don't know if I've like helped a friend but build one before or something, and I just don't remember. But it felt really, really similar to something else, and I couldn't oh. quite put my finger on it. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty mm. surreal. As I was doing it, I was like, this feels really familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. It's a good build, and you kind of strengthen up the middle cross beam, because obviously the design of the ship, you've got a really heavy front area with the cockpit, yeah. then kind of open space and then the engines. Mm-hmm. And the way the top is strengthened up to make that connection quite solid works really, really well. Um, so all in all, it's a really, really solid set, I'd say, and a really good build. How's the playability? Like, Because it, it has some interactive features, right? Like it opens up, it, like, yeah. it, does yeah. the center section come out? I think this is it's a good example of a set that's clearly for an adult collector, but it's still got some good functionality. Mm-hmm. So right. the cockpit opens, um, obviously, like you were saying, the storage cage comes off and opens up, and you get loads of different bits of cargo that you can put inside it. Nice. Um, and then, as well as that, you get a little terrain piece that comes with it. It's got some more cargo. And obviously, mm-hmm. they didn't have to include that with it, so they kind of took a step there to put something else in um, just to add some value to it. And, I mean, in terms of looking at... Um, the kind of unique value that this set has. It's one of only four sets in total that have got agent lock-in, one of which is a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. And this is the only version of lock you can get that's not a Spartan. Um, so it's got some really, really kind of unique perks going for it. And it also has got the only current existing unhelmeted lockhead as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, get that sexy lockhead. I love it. <laughs> yeah, very glossy. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. And then the other thing I did, I built a little fire base. Um, oh yeah, yeah, custom, right? Yeah, yeah, all custom. Awesome, man. Um, 
based off of I've actually broken it a little bit since the photo of bio. Um I took it out in the garden to try and get some photos and it kind of decided that the sides were gonna fall off, which was oh, fun. Oh, no. um yeah. But um yeah, basically all built around the kind of Wolverine um turret and then building mm. downwards from that to make a structure with it right. that I'm kind of quite happy with because obviously we don't get many structures mm-hmm. so anything that I can put together uh, I will do but I'm now very tempted to take it apart and try and build something else instead yeah. so very nice. what happens <laughs> were you inspired by the the alternate build that we're going to talk about in a little bit yes actually yeah quite a bit by that I thought it was cool it's similar kind of green colour we're going back to that more classic green colour so I was like yeah mm-hmm. do you know what I'll give something like this a go and see what I can come up with very cool nice you've been busy Matt what have you been up to not too much I've uh, picked up a couple of the Halo heroes I got the yeah. ODST Lang okay um, yep and then I got uh, Overshield Chief Overshield how do you then... like that one that one I'm torn on that one I, I, okay. I, I don't know I'm actually kind of disappointed with it, especially okay. because it looks like the armor is the shield instead of having like the armor and then mm. the shield over it. That's a good point. Yeah, so it's just it's it's just like oh, it's you know light colored chief armor instead of like an over shield. It's just the whole armor has been made into the shield. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, obviously it's the chief design from you yeah know, what we've seen, but yeah, I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't like a. It didn't look like it was over his armor. It was yeah. more that it was his mm-hmm. armor. So, mm-hmm. and then I was able to finally track down my white whale. Uh, yeah. Clear. Oh yeah, yeah let me nice. go. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, very um, nice. Found him on eBay for not too bad of a price, so I decided okay. I'd pull the trigger on it. So I was very, very nice. pleased with that. I got him here right next to me. I love it uh, when uh, eBay. I love when an eBay seller shares his goodies for a good price. Yep. Right. Yep, <laughs> He's still in the box though, so I'm probably gonna get him out soon. And then I've been fooling around with some customization on my Scorpion tank. Okay. The, the newest Scorpion. So I've been working on the the front gun, the the machine gun in the front. I'm mm-hmm. not, I wasn't a huge fan of the design from the actual set, so I've just been kind of toying with mounting okay. um, one of the traditional machine guns on there. It, but it, it gave you five different choices, right? Tom, we can hear you typing furiously, by the way. <laughs> um, yes, it did give you a couple of designs, but I was trying to get the, um, I guess it would just be like the traditional Halo 4 mounted gun. Okay. On top of that. I yeah, just, yeah. I was just fooling around and seeing what I could do. But yeah, they do give you uh, other designs on how to build stuff, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best things about that set. And so do you do that for your own display or are you, are you going to use that in a project potentially? Well, traditionally I don't use the bigger sets in uh, my stop motion just because mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to fit them in the set. Um, but okay. if I was, I definitely like to use the gun for a bit more of a functional position. Um, yeah. If I was going to use that in a stop motion, but yeah, it would definitely, uh, definitely be helpful to have a more, sturdy gun but yeah and then uh also i've been doing some stop motion so hopefully nice. we'll be seeing that soon yeah right featured for the show right most definitely i love it i love it very cool um i have been digging through a giant lot that i had i got uh, a buddy of mine actually a local collector and i have um befriended each other um 
and we went in on, on a lot, but I, I have had all the pieces <laughs> and I have like the least amount of time to actually build. So I've been like forcing myself because of the times we're staying at home right now, right? I'm just forcing right. myself to, to go through and build everything. And so I have finally built my first Pelican dropship. It's right next hey, to me. Nice. Um, nice. There's Bravo. only a few pieces um, that I can't find. I think they're in there somewhere. But um, so that's been fun. It's, it took it takes forever to dig through all the pieces, right? Like I have so yeah. many pieces. Like I literally have, I probably have an I have an elephant. I already um, um, built a mammoth and passed it on. I, there's an original scorpion in there. Um, there's mm. this pelican. There's an elephant. There's like two phantom dropships. There's Whoa. like this. This thing is huge. Um, so I've just been I've been digging through that and. You know, I, I enjoy it. So it's, it's a puzzle for me. So so I don't mind digging through the pieces. Um, and it's fun when you actually can complete a full set from it. Right. You're like, oh, they actually right. all the pieces are here. This is great. Although That's the problem. Yeah. Although the problem is like and, and I, I don't have many. I, I don't think I've bought an, an original new inbox set from this wave, like the early, early waves back hmm. in, you know, 2010, 2011, 2012. Um were the colors, and maybe you guys know, the green color, is it always not exactly the same between plate to plate? Yeah, so it changed. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, so I know what you're meaning. Um, it, it all depends, to be honest with you, when it's obviously it's used products. And mm-hmm. um, if they've been stored somewhere where there's direct sunlight, then they could have sun damage, which would exasperate mm-hmm. the difference between them. Because mm-hmm. biggest regret of my life um so obviously i'm fairly young so i've been collecting as i've grown up mm-hmm. and i used to have my scarab kept in direct sunlight oh you, you can tell oh yeah. interesting can tell. is there like yeah. a line across like where the sun like yeah. cuts in your shade Luckily or whatever not, it was like fully exposed so it's okay. all just kind of gone from this nice purple to this really iridescent purple oh man like, so no suntan no suntan lines <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> okay, I probably would have a break i had that happen to me with the uh shoot it's the clone wars dropship that drops like the atte the yeah i had half of it Done. So I, I I put it in the closet. I can't even look at it. Oh no! So, I'm so disappointed. I was like, <laughs> so now, now lines and covers and everything. There's no sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't considered that. I'm doing all my building and and displaying in the basement. So I I haven't really run into that. But that makes sense, right? So and I, so and I can't tell. Like I'm sure some sets have like because of when they were made or how they were made at the time or, or like the color is just a little bit different, even though they were intended to be the same. So, yeah. so I'll, sometimes I'll like, I'll be staring at two different pieces and they're like, the, they're like, their color is a little bit different, but it's like, does it really matter? Like they look yeah. really close. I'm just going to yeah, go. I do know what you mean well, by that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's worth noting that there's actually four different shades of green across the Halo line. Mm-hmm. So there's the classic shade of green, which was going until about 2012. Um, then you've got the dark green, which is what sets like the Falcon, the Vulture and the Kodiak mm-hmm. were done in. Then you've got the metallic green, which is obviously what the current sets have been done yeah. in. And my friend who was at Toy Fair said that the color green for the Firebase, the Pelican, the New Hog is actually slightly different um, okay. than the current shade mm-hmm. of green as well, slightly more sparkly. And it looks a little lighter too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Super interesting. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been digging through that, having having fun, but also you know, kind of pulling my hair out. They're like, "Where is that piece? Where is it?" And I have like three buckets in my you know in my basement. Everything's dumped out. I'm just I'm trying to sort while I'm you know digging through stuff. So it's been uh, it's been interesting, but it, it's enjoyable to finally put something together fully. And then I'm gonna find a new home for some of these, which will, which will be fun. Hopefully, some nice. of these in need, which will be good. Anything else you guys want to chat about before we jump into our main topic? I, you know, we've been itching. We've been trying to get together to do the show for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, I say let's go for it. Let's All go right. straight let's into it. Let's do it. So we have, uh, we've been revealed to us six sets, really, right? Because there's there's three sets that you can buy, but they each have an alternate build, which is a new thing that we haven't seen. Have we seen, have we seen alternate builds here and there, right? throughout the the mega construct sets um yes kind of recently like with that hornet isn't a hornet i think on the app that they have you can turn that into something else yeah Um, Yeah, they've been doing the same with the exosuits as well Mm -hmm. where they're two in one builds right um but it's it's always something that they've dabbled with they've never really committed to it fully so Mm -hmm. a good example is in the past they would do specific sets that were themed around doing different builds so they did a set called um builders forge where you could build like different things using the same parts Mm -hmm. so they've kind of dabbled in it but it looks like they've really honed it and kind of committed to it fully now which is quite interesting yeah yeah i mean i think mega you know my my um i don't know fandom my intrigue with mega is like their quality has has clearly you know gone way up over the last couple of years and um I th- it seems like they're continuing to evolve and reinvent themselves a little bit so it's it's interesting to see them out the gate say here's here's the three halo sets we're going to show you that are going to release this fall i would imagine there's going to be some more but here's like here's kind of the pillars the unsc vehicles we have the mongoose we have the warthog with the pelican but then we're also giving you instructions to do these alternate builds and and there's like there's this big question mark in the halo community is are we going to see some boats are we going to see a hover bike <laughs> are we going to see this firebase in halo infinite who knows you know i mean likely not likely the, the uh, builders are just having some fun and and in sh- helping you know show other ways to use their blocks but it's been it's been cool to see and, and speculate on well what are your thoughts on on the the two-in-one uh the two-in-one packages matt I actually kind of like them. I mean, I don't think I'm, if I do get these sets, I'm probably going to keep them in their traditional builds. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to stick to the mongoose and the warthog, but if I ever pick up another one, I'm definitely going to try out the, uh, the fire base for the, yeah. uh, for the yeah. Pelican. Cause that looks, that looks pretty interesting. And it's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of interesting that they went with, uh, these three, the mongoose, the warthog and the Pelican. Cause they don't really tell you a whole lot about what we're going to see in Infinite, but it's just mm-hmm. kind of something like the Hallmark traditional yeah. UNSC, you know? It's yeah. really its art style they're, they're telling us, right? Yeah, they're, exactly. they're saying, exactly. And we've kind of known that they're going to go back to, you know, a combination of like Halo 3 era and the new era. So, right, right. you know, they're, they're leaning further back, I think, further away from Halo 4 and Halo 5. So it's it's interesting to see you know the toys and they've they've released other toys so we've gotten a little glimpse um, of of what you know what we're in for I guess in Infinite. Um, what do you think of the aesthetic overall, Tom? 
I really like it. I mean, um, one of my favorite art styles to come out of recent Halo is the Halo Wars 2 art style, which Mm -hmm. I think really, really nicely kind of combined the classic art style and the free for free stuff. Mm -hmm. And it found like a happy middle ground for it. So I think if we're going back towards that kind of art style, then I'm quite happy. Um, I was going to say as well, Mega have actually come out and said that this initial wave is all about kind of going back to the very core roots of the line and Mm -hmm. kind of rebuilding from the ground up, literally, as we'll talk about later, um, all of their kind of key pillars of Halo. So they said that with this initial lineup, they wanted to take some of the most iconic sets that they've done at Represent Halo and rebuild them with obviously their new standards, their new colours and give them that kind of overhaul for Infinite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it makes sense that they would start with these because they are... It's kind of a, you know, a, a soft reboot, I guess, of the franchise, you know, that's been kicked around in the Halo community. <laughs> so we'll see what we actually get. But I think a lot of it is, you know, of the game that we're, we're, we're expecting is focusing more on Chief, not as much on that lock guy um, or some of the other characters. I think we all want new characters, but uh, they think 343 feels like they need to focus on the big guy. And that's okay with everybody, but we're, you know we're excited to see what happens. We also want new characters and new, new things to do, um, and new you know new sets to play with. So I'm hoping yeah. that we see not just our traditional vehicles. I hope when we get to see some some new stuff, it'll be interesting to see who the main antagonist is and what their you know what their sets look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think definitely. It's it's already a good sign that we've got obviously Covenant. Because I think otherwise, if you have a game where the enemy are the created, how do you make buildable sets based around AI that are in like mm-hmm. systems and things? So mm-hmm. I'm quite glad that it appears as if there's going to be some semblance of traditional enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just interested to see to what extent that will be. Because obviously, I mean, going off topic briefly with Mega, but in general, we just had the... Um, new novel announced the name of which escapes me that's set on reach shadows yeah. of reach yeah shadows of reach and people are speculating quite a bit what if the bad guy referenced in that is atriox and it's going to be the banished on reach and stuff like that so i think that mm-hmm. there's definitely scope for a plethora of different enemy characters to suddenly overlap with this story and potentially yeah uh, come in and be a part of it yeah, it'll it'll really be interesting to see the scope of Infinite. I mean, the name makes it sound big, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But there's, I think there's a lot of speculation on, you know, are we getting a main campaign and then are we getting ongoing story? Um, you know, I mean, multiplayer is a, obviously a facet and needs to be a, a living thing for Halo, but but there's a lot of people like us that are interested in, in, in the larger story. So what happens after the initial campaign ends, you know, what does infinite really mean? Is it infinite? Just, is it pertaining to season two? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are we getting more Spartan op stuff only better or, or, or or does infinite have, is that term speaking more towards multiplayer or is it speaking more towards, you know, what we're getting in the, in the, in the package that we're you know buying for 60 bucks or you know if you're on game pass for free right 
Mm-hmm. Um, so let's break it down on the, let's break each set down and just kind of go through our thoughts. There are details out there. So if you haven't seen them, there's, there's some videos. People went to New York toy fair and there's some videos out there where, you know, um, you can get some close up. I know halo collector has some, some close ups, uh, video of the sets from that display. And then our, our good friend, Kevin at mega constructs has, um, been drip feeding us with information okay. and, and close up photos and he, he's great. So, you know, we all, every time he makes a post, I think all of us that are in the building community just, you know, gravitate towards it uh, and just, you know, have conversations back and forth based off in speculation based off what he's, he's uh, shown us. So let's talk about the mongoose. Um, Tom, why don't you take the mongoose and sure. kind of um, give us, give us your initial thoughts on this thing. Okay, so first thing, it's interesting because we talk about classic art style, but it's a Halo 5 mongoose. So clearly we're sticking Mm. with the kind of backseat, backfacing design for the mongoose, which, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, I've never been a massive fan of. Um, I prefer, like Matt was holding a second ago, the reach style for the mongoose, Um, just Uh because I think that feels really clean and really rugged. And I just feel like having your passenger facing backwards is a little bit weird when you want to use it as an offensive vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, past my dislike for this particular art style from the Mongoose, this is the example of a perfect battle pack. Mega mm-hmm. have absolutely nailed it. For mm-hmm. $15, you get a Mongoose. So obviously a canonical vehicle that is a proper build with presumably a fair few parts with the other monkeys have been about 10 pound sets so uh-huh. they do have a few parts um an elite mercenary which is basically mm. an elite in a combat rig from kind of halo 3 it's got that same blue color um mm. a classic style grunt so based on the halo combat evolved design with that mm-hmm. unique face mask that was introduced in battle on the ring um with the middle part going up and over the head and then two halo infinite style marines and yeah. the cool thing with these marines is they've got removable helmets like the battle on the ring uh figure mm-hmm. and they have also got alternating armor so one of them's got shoulder plates and the other one hasn't got shoulder plates they've got different skin tones and mm-hmm. it just really makes them feel unique um so all in all i think that when you consider those four figures alone this pack is an absolute win because it's one of the cheaper items presumably mm-hmm. i imagine we'll see a blind bag series and possibly some heroes as well which will be cheaper yep. um but for one of the cheaper items you get a really really easy way to amass marines amass elites amass grunts and crucially by making it so you can interchange loads of elements on the Marines now, it also encourages you to have loads of unique characters rather than having Marines that look all the same. So a good example I always make is Alpha Packs, um, the Halo 4 Marine. I've got about 20 of them. Yes, they put a different skin tone in the blind bags, but that was really rare to come across. Mm, So actually, mm -hmm. of the 20 Marines, I've got about 15 or so are exactly the same. Whereas with the infinite design, because you've got loads of different things, like, I mean, um, we'll touch on when we come to the Warthog as well, yeah, another different design for a Marine. I think that it's really encouraging variety in the the characters we've got. And that gets really excited, especially from a toy photography standpoint. Yes. You Mm -hmm. know? 
um, being able to have unique Marines now who are going to feel like they're in characters in my photos is really exciting. Yeah, especially having to, having to go steal from Call of Duty or wherever you're getting your other heads, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. Exactly. Although, I don't know, I still think we need Commander Spock as a Marine at some point. So I'll make that <laughs> Sneak we'll it in there. The crossover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, How- no, so all in all, really good pack and I'm excited for it. How does the marine variety? I mean, this is an interesting topic. Uh, affect the work that you do, Matt. Do you do you feel like you need that variety in, in the stop motion stuff, or is that or, or are your productions more of a smaller scale that it doesn't it doesn't affect what you do as much? Oh no, for sure. I think I think having a variety is it just kind of lends to having a bigger universe or a bigger world. Um, traditionally, mm-hmm. with traditionally with um, with um, my stop motion, usually I pick one hero and then I just throw him against a bunch of villains. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But the same thing works for the elites. Like the elites have different skin tone and yeah. different armor variations. And so that kind of makes it look like, oh, he's not killing the same elite yep. over and over again. And, you know, so I think it just kind of adds to it. I think I think Tom nailed it when he said this set is, uh, it's like a, it's a great army build set. You know, like mm-hmm. if you want to just, beef up your army so that you have a significant force for whatever you want to do, like whether it's photography, stop motion, or you just want to play with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's dead on. I mean, I think the mongoose, it, it looks a little, um, like if a Spartan sat on it, it'd fall apart, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but, um, I think, I think it's definitely the, the idea is, is that the, the build is, you know, lesser to what you can actually get with the figures. And I think, what I like about it the most is that these aren't these aren't like specific people or specific characters so yeah. that you can build your army. So it's not like you have like twenty-five bucks or you know, or yeah. twenty-five master yeah. chiefs. You know, you have like marines and of course you can do practically anything with those guys because there's supposed to be numerous of them, right? So Yeah, exactly. exactly. I think it's I'm a good point. Go like the, the original mongoose um, that they built in the early sets was just a, a tiny little thing. Like it was barely yeah. any pieces. And there's a charm to that. I kind of like that. But my favorite mongoose um, is the Emil one. Yes. Um, yeah. Like with the the uh, rear view mirrors and everything. Like this thing is sweet. I'm holding it in my hand right now. Um, it's it's gorgeous. I love the color. I love the little build. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. This, this the one that we're seeing now is clo- is closer to that from like a, a a structure standpoint, like a total pieces that are involved um, versus just a really wimpy little um, cute, I guess, but um, <laughs> sm- a smaller mongoose, right? Yeah. It does. It looks very similar to um, the Oni Mongoose that's available on the market yeah. at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's modeled right. on the Halo right. Five design. I like that one. Yeah, I have yeah. that. That's a good one as well. And I like how they they switch up the builds. Like this one has some different suspension going on, and I can't really let's see. I guess they do have a, a image oh. of the underside. Yeah, no, you made a really good point. We completely forgot to touch on the suspension, but that's something mm-hmm. that they've never done for a mongoose before. It's a brand new piece from Mega. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Have you seen it in Lego at all, either of you guys? Oh, let can't me say that I have. Fairly sure that I haven't. It oh. looks like it's one of Mega's unique pieces, to be honest yeah. with you. The yeah. suspension looks interesting because it can it actually allows the wheels to to shift in position, right? So it's yeah. not so much that the wheels are locked in mm-hmm. place, so you can actually have a little give, which which is awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, I mean, it's like an axle, right? Like, it, yeah. you know, as you're driving on rough terrain or whatnot, the, the car would lean to one, or the, the vehicle would lean to one side or the other. Um, but it's it's interesting that having built a number of Mongoose, how they they always reinvent the build, right? Um, mm-hmm. And just this little tiny thing, but they f- keep figuring out new ways to, to recreate it uh, as to what we're seeing on the screen. Yeah, looking at it as well, this one looks quite substantial. Like, there's a lot of line divides in the photo, so mm-hmm. it uses a lot of small pieces. What about this hover bike? Like, what is this thing? <laughs> I dig it. I like it. It's cool. I mean, it's cool. I, I, I would love to see it in a game, like something like this. Um, I think this one is probably the furthest from becoming a reality, but <laughs> it's it's an interesting it's an interesting design that they come up with. I, I, I only see that. I've only seen a couple pictures, so I haven't seen a ton of like close-up details. Of it has kind of like speeder bike, Star Wars vibe. Yeah, yeah. It looks mm-hmm. like it would do something like that. Totally. Yep. I'm sure somebody was saying something about there being concept art for something like this before as well. Mm-hmm. So obviously, um, when we get to the hog, that's something that's very firmly based on concept art. But I'm sure that there was concept art for something like this as well. Because I remember people were saying it was really cool at Mega were going back like right to the roots of the franchise for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Um, all right, let's. Anything else on the mangas before we talk about the warthog? Any other thoughts? Oh wait, uh, let's let's touch on let's touch on the, the naming convention because I feel like you know this is a, a lore channel, so let's talk about yeah. the mercenary. So it's not oh, we're not yes. talking about an elite covenant. We're not talking about um, you know the specific faction that we're used to be fighting from a Halo standpoint, but we know is dissolved yeah. now. So we have a mercenary and then a conscript. From a, yeah. from a grunt conscript and, and conscript means that like he's being more or less being forced to fight yeah. Yeah, um yeah. with you know probably this mercenary buddy of his so i, I it's these little reveals i mean it's got to be a hint right it's got to be something Definitely. that they're incorporating into into uh infinite so what do you guys think about the naming conventions no. <laughs> you want to go first, Tom? I, you can go first, Yeah, man. sure. <laughs> um, so I think it says a lot about the story it will be getting an infinite in mm-hmm. terms of the fact that I get the vibe at the elites. Obviously, Sanghelios is where the UNSC is at the end of Halo 5. So although there is a Guardian on the planet and it's going around um, slowly kind of trying to round everyone up, there's still very much elites who are loyal to the Swords of Sanghelios. Mm-hmm. So because of that, obviously, any elites who do side with Cortana and the created uh, are going to be cons- um, mercenaries or they're going to be paid by her or they're going to have some kind of motivation to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think the conscript kind of speaks more to the idea we were starting to get at the end of Halo 5, which is Cortana's iron fist, essentially, um, kind of terrifying mm-hmm. people and forcing them to come around to her side and her perspective. Because I feel like... Um, it's a conscript because they're probably scared of her and they're scared of what she'll do to their home world if she if they don't yeah. ally with her essentially. So it's very much like um how the grunts became part of the covenant. They switch one enemy for another yeah. and they're now conscripted by Cortana instead. Mm-hmm. But it's but I guess they can't call the grunts created because they're not created. <laughs> so they are yeah, it makes sense. They're con- they're conscripts. Um interesting. Interesting to think about, you know, we'll, we'll know more soon, but it's fun to speculate. 
All right, let's talk about the Warthog. Matt, do you have any thoughts on this beast that we've seen with um, Kevin uh, from Mega Constructs? He posted on April 1st. So depending on when you're hearing this, uh, what else has been released? We have some some new images of the of the Warthog. Uh, Matt, what do you think about this thing? I actually really like this Warthog design. I think okay. it's... I Touching back on what Tom said earlier is that it's kind of like that Halo Wars 2 perfect blend between mm-hmm. traditional warthog and like the more halo 4 halo 5 design um the the keeping of like the uh, i guess the metal bars that surround it really kind of highlight the the uh interesting kind of duality of what we're seeing with what infinite is gonna be mm-hmm. but i think what really catches my eye about this warthog is the suspension system underneath yeah mm-hmm. it looks pretty intense under there and so yeah. i'm just wondering <laughs> it does I'm just wondering how awesome the what range of motion uh, the wheels are going to be because traditionally warthogs have the suspension coming. Um, so like if if you're sitting if you're sitting your figure in the chair, it's uh-huh. the suspension systems, uh, you know, right under it. But this one takes it on a horizontal idea. Yeah, and it's connected more on a different idea. So I'm I'm intrigued. Color's yeah. great. I like that. Um, I'm one of the pictures that. like takes the whole uh, suspension out, so we can like yep, you can actually yep. get a good look at it and look it's at the, the build. There's a lot of pieces involved, which are it's less specialized pieces. Um, it looks like there's one on top that might be specialized, um, but they're they're trying to build a lot a lot of things with more standard pieces, I guess. And so they were able to come up with some suspension. I, I'm interested to see how. Um, what's the word loose i guess the suspension is compared to mm-hmm. what we're used to like the early warthogs yeah. it was very loose but there was some give or i mean it was there was it wasn't give it was just completely loose but the the wheels would pop up and down right, whereas right. some of the newer ones have like a specialized piece that gives them some um i guess you can some bounce to them whereas um this thing i'm not sure what to expect from it I also kind of like the chair design. It's a step away yeah. from just like the solid one chair piece mm-hmm. that we usually get. This is actually looks like it's a builded chair. So hopefully it's a little more room for the 2.0 figures in there. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, what about that chain gun? That's thing. It looks about the same as we've seen um, in the other. I think that that looks pretty close. Maybe the way that the, the turret sits on top of the, um, the bar, I guess. I think that's a new belt piece. It looks longer than the traditional one. Oh, the belt? Okay. Like the... Yeah. Mm. I can't tell if it's just because I'm really tired or... (laughs) (laughs) It looks pretty close to the same. Mm. Yeah, maybe it is the same. to the bottom. Yeah, no, yeah. Do you know what? I'm just chatting absolute because I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) So any any other thoughts, Tom, on on this thing? So, I absolutely love it. Um, you do? Okay. Yeah, purely because I feel like this is the definitive Halo 4 design, um, mm. or Halo 4 Infinite design, because when you look at the amount that they've taken back to the drawing board and kind of redefined it, it just looks really, really good. I mean, you've got new curvature on the hood, for example. Mm-hmm. It's a lot authentic to the original design of the warthog but then they've even gone as far back as um adding those kind of like almost exhaust intake pieces on the side of the hog 
to add yeah. more texture to it so it feels a lot more rugged um than the kind of just flat sides of the other hog and it really helps to communicate that sense of um rugged sort of off-worldness that this version has got with the roll cage mm-hmm. and one thing i'd point out to you is the improvement of the light that's on the um yeah. side of the vehicle mm-hmm. so when the warthog resistance version came out which is the other kind of in my eyes definitive halo 4 343 era warthog um yeah it's a really good hog i've got two of them i've got one that's like configured with the rocket turrets um um, when that came out i actually took the light off of both of them because they used the massive thick hose piece that we Mm -hmm. used to have it was really clunky and in the way when you look at this, they've clearly innovated because they've used what looks like possibly the Call of Duty weapon strap, or if not a new piece, to mm. connect it up with a thinner cable. And I just feel like that in itself defines exactly what this build is. It's taking the original, looking at what worked and what didn't yeah. work, building it up from the ground up to make it much more functional. And because of that, I just I love it. I think it's a really, really um a good example of mega going back to the drawing board looking at the different iterations of their builds and working out how they can make the best new version of it so yeah i i mean anyone who wants to know my full opinions can go and read the comment i left on this photo of it i got posted because it's like a massive bloody paragraph <laughs> <me just laughs> but, yeah. i did a whole podcast on it <laughs> oh you did nice oh well the one we're on <laughs> oh well yeah there we go part two they um the body on the entryway on either side is it looks like it's a one piece um kind of on the on both sides it's a different it's a little bit different build on the side but to your point tom they it looks like they've they've enhanced what wasn't working and kept what was so it'll be interesting and they have the i don't think anybody mentioned but they have a little engine piece that's kind of right underneath the the windshield too which is interesting to see if that's i would imagine that's part of the halo infinite design and that they're just kind of pulling through one thing i would touch on as well quickly is the printed unsc logo on the turret shield um yeah because i think that's a really good example of how far mega have come with their printing skills i mean if you look at the level of detail on some of the hero figures now they've really drilled down printing really fine details so I think that's only going to complement future builds. I mean, you can see the light as well has now got the front of it printed to highlight yeah. it. So mm-hmm. I think that we're going to see a lot more subtle details on builds in the future, which is quite and, exciting. And touching on the the gun, um, it is a return to the traditional Halo 3 fins. Because yeah. on Halo 4, they're connected at the bottom. Oh, which I right. think, going back to your comment, Tom, that this is kind of like, 343's definitive warthog which is Mm -hmm. like what 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 do they think when they boil down the essence of the warthog what is the the fins the 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 bars in the front so it's kind of an amalgamation of what i think um we're going to be seeing as just kind of the official warthog yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd say this is the official look. So if you look at the Wicked Cool Toys three and three quarter inch scale warthog, it's exactly the same as this, just dirtier. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, from like a, a personnel, 343 personnel standpoint, I believe the studio head for Infinite right now is the guy that was the main art director for Halo 2, or Halo oh, Wars what? 2, excuse me, Halo Wars oh. 2. And so he's bringing a lot of that um, design sensibility into, into nice. Infinite, but also listening to, um, and I think a, a lot of people appreciate that, that design, but also listening to the fans about what, you know, what they want and kind of that nostalgia uh, effect yeah. as well. All right, let's move on to the pelican. Um, I'm no expert in pelicans, but I have two pelicans sitting right next to me <laughs> right now. The one <laughs> I built, um, the dropship, and then there's here's the gunship, and they're very. I mean, they both resemble you know a pelican, but they they're very different approaches to it because they're different, right? They are different um, vehicles. The the piece count on this thing kind of took me back, right? I, it's over. It's two thousand plus pieces and mm-hmm. these things aren't even close to that so this thing must be massive two thousand pieces is around the size of a signature series set which yeah. is crazy to me mm-hmm. that's a good point and i don't think it's it, uh, the price point that i've seen on it i don't think it i think it's maybe a hundred bucks maybe i don't know if it's more I, than that. I may have seen 150 okay 150 okay so that is going to be yeah. a, a, a hefty set but then you also have that alternate build. And well, wait, we got to go back to the warthog and talk about that alternate build. What about that boat? What do you guys oh, think yeah. about that boat? Yeah. Um, I, boat. I think, yeah, it's interesting. Like that, that gives me all like hopes. And I, you know, who knows? But um, it would be fun to see some sort of water combat in Halo Infinite because we haven't we haven't gotten out of that any of that. We had one weird level in Halo Two. Where you like go underwater for a little bit, like you're in yeah. this underwater yeah. elevator. You like it's all of a sudden, um, oh, what's the the game? Uh, I'm forgetting what the game is, but yeah, you're underwater for a little bit and then you pop back up. But there's no combat um, in in Halo that's that's water based. So who knows what what they'll do with this? I think it's cool Whoa. that they took all these elements, these pieces, and and were able to, to create a boat from it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, because it's just using existing parts in the set. Um, I was going to say, if you think back to the E3 before the E3 that we saw the Brohammer trailer at, uh-huh. the tech demo has the submarine scene in it, and that demo oh, was does. showing what they're going to be able to do in Halo mm-hmm. uh, Infinite. I like how I was just going to say, that's showing what they're going to be able to do in Halo, like the most yeah. broad sentence ever. Um, yeah. But no, that's showing the kind of tech they're developing in Infinite. So why would they be developing things like underwater environments and things if they're not going to be needed? Yeah, you know? I mean, they built a whole new engine for this thing, so who knows what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, so it's got to be bigger than I think somebody did do like a peg count to, to look at the width. And I think it is a lot more, a lot wider than the, the, the Pelicans that have been released. So, so be prepared for that. It's bigger that, um, the, what do you think about the back that opens up? They, there's been some pictures oh. out there about the, the, so traditionally, you know, we get like an inside, you can kind of pop open and you get to sit some um, some some reinforcements in there, but it looks like that isn't an option. This I see it maybe a chair, one chair, but I see like a there's like a command center that you open up in the back. Uh, Matt, what do you think of that thing? Well, okay, so actually, I love the idea of being able to open up the side of the pelican because if I did want to do like a stop motion shot of inside the pelican, I could just open up one side. Yeah, and kind of have some action going on in there. Traditionally, the Pelican Bay has been 
very cramped in previous sets and you've never mm-hmm. been able to meet capacity of what like what the game is you know what i mean so yeah i think it's kind of nice that you have this open open canopy in the back that allows you to kind of move around in there and actually kind of enjoy it now the the actual like design of it isn't a traditional pelican right because it's missing a lot of chairs it looks like a more of like a a base of operations pelican which is i think uh kind of what you would see if bro hammer was living in his pelican for so long you'd see him kind of yeah make it his own kind of like his own house so i think that's kind of what this is going for is that this is the base of operations for for at least a couple levels Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, the I, they weren't able to get if you look at the Halo Infinite. I've seen a couple of breakdowns on this, um, but the Halo Infinite trailer it looks like there's side by side cockpit um, seats in that trailer, but this one clearly doesn't even try. I feel like that would be too hard to get to to that scale. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts, Tom, on on this thing? So. I think that there's going to be some kind of play feature where you can, like, suspend the chief uh, because, obviously, they're referring to it as the Master Chief ISO chamber on the back. Oh, uh-huh. Um, and you can see, like, loads of, like, Technic rigging and stuff like that. It looks like it could potentially hold a figure up. Um, oh, yeah, I see that behind the it. Back side, um, on the left-hand side. So two things to note here. Firstly, that chief printed graphic that shows like the spec of his armor looks really, really cool. But also something I've just noticed that I really appreciate. There's even printed details on the doorway. So if you look at what opens up, those mm-hmm. like yellow and red lights on either side are only yeah. ever going to be facing inwards if you've got it closed normally. So I think that that is a really, really cool um additional detail um in terms of the space inside the pelican i'm hoping that it's going to kind of be layered so i'm hoping that these um opening elements will only eat up like say three of the four studs on either side so we've still got a nice spacious interior but i'm not confident on that um i am upset that we don't have more seats Mm -hmm. it's a black Mm -hmm. field set Omega have specifically made the Black Series to be more adult-orientated sets now, so I would prefer to have them more authentic and less about play features, but I get that it's a fine balance. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, I think overall it's a really, really nice build. And I do just want to point out, if you look at the original photo of it that was posted on February the 21st, it was the reveal photo, the mm-hmm. figure sitting in the cockpit has got sleeveless uh, arms. Who uh, else has uh, sleeveless uh, arms? Mm-hmm. In what trailer? Mm-hmm. It's Bro yeah. Hammer, baby. Yeah, we're definitely going to get him, right? They have to put him For in. For sure. If not in this, definitely in a Halo Heroes or something. Yeah, he has to. Do we... He's just called Bro Hammer. But Bro Hammer, is gonna, he's going to die in the first level, right? Don't you think? <laughs> I hope not. That I wasn't ready for that emotional gut punch at 6 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just ignore me. <laughs> How am I going to get back to sleep now? I'm going to be having nightmares of Brohammer dying. He'll Ooh. die in the last mission like Fullhammer did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's going to stink. Yeah, Halo <laughs> loves killing off good characters. Uh, <laughs> or evil Cortana kills him to get to Chief. Oh, there we go. Oh. 
I right. don't that, think we're going to be seeing evil Cortana <laughs> at the end of the mission, though. At the end of the game, I think we're going to see substitute villain in. Mm, that's true. Yeah, we, we'll Didact? find out something else. Yeah, Didact's coming back. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> just have him pull a Palpatine. Have no explanation <laughs> yeah. at all. And just be like, I'm back. Well, it's going to be everybody. It's going to be the Didact. It's going to be Gravemind. It's going to be Rift Evil Cortana. It's going to yeah. be Tartarus is going to be back. It's going to be everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So let's Dude. what about what about the alternate build uh, for this thing? Let's just chat about that real quickly. This fire base. What um it, it looks actually looks pretty good. I think it it's um I, I mean it makes me want to buy two so that I could have both of these things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because we we I think Halo has the the Mega Trucks focuses on the vehicles, right? I mean that and that's for good reason. But if you want to if you want to play, if you want to have a setup or a diorama, diorama setup, um, you need those structures and, and having something, at least having some guidance for the people that aren't, you know, aren't as creative is is really nice. That says, hey, you can use all these pieces to build this cool, this cool little base. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's things I don't like about it. Like I would probably get rid of the little satellite tower because it looks a bit mm-hmm. awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the side builds, like the little balcony, it's sticking out of one side. But as just a central firebase portion with a gate, a turret, spotlights, this looks really, really good. Um, and I really, really like the way they've repurposed the printed tiles from the Pelican. Mm-hmm to actually add some really nice UNSC branding to it. This doesn't just feel like a base that has been built with the parts from this set. This feels like a UNSC structure. And I think that that is a real testament to Mega's designers in terms of really making this work to the extent that they have. Yeah, totally agree. I'm just happy to see Mega Construct focus a little more on bases or things that are more... You know, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I love the vehicles and I love the ships and stuff, but I I just like the idea of having something to play around or play within, you know, instead of just like um, just the ships. So I definitely mm-hmm. like the design. I agree. The satellite looks a little flimsy and the Covenant's going to take that out in the first three seconds. Of the, attack. <laughs> um, the creative. The the are down. Created. The created. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> So actually, I, I like the design. I think it's, I think it's like Tom was saying, I think it's a testament to their design that you're literally taking an air vehicle and you're making it look like, you know, a, a base wall, which is fantastic because I wouldn't think you would be able to take the two and create something, right? Because Pelicans usually traditionally have lighter pieces on the wings and then kind of more angle of pieces for the, for the side. So just to kind of have a wall and this kind of base design is actually pretty, pretty, pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Have we seen? So uh, we've covered anything else to cover off on? Uh, a couple other just yes. things to chit chat about. Go ahead, Tom. We completely forgot to talk about the figures in the Warthog, and they're quite significant yeah. as well. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so um, the Warthog comes with Master Chief, and the Chief figure we've seen quite a nice face on preview of it. They've actually committed to printing some additional details. So not yes. only has he got everything he needs, but he's got like little vents and things printed on him. And it's yeah. worth noting that this isn't the premium figure. They've said that the figure in the Pelican is going to be a premium version of Chief. So I'm really, really interested to see what that means. Mm, if this is the okay. level of detail we're getting with the base version. 
Um, going back to customizability in the Marines, the Marine in this set has got short sleeves, which yeah. I absolutely love. Now, I know you're all going to be saying, oh, but Tom, he could be the pilot of the Pelican. That means there's no Brohammer. But no, my friends, I'm confident there is a Brohammer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that, again, they are committing to giving us really different feeling Marines across the board. But then the real standout stars of this set are the Jackal Freebooters. Yes. Who look to be essentially modelled on the classic design, although slightly different, with new armour permutations. And in terms of Mega's rendition of them, not only are they super articulated, but they have created a brand new chest mould for them that is a lot more streamlined than the Elite one that was previously being repurposed. So it makes them feel a lot more slender and a lot more um, agile, which is obviously exactly what they're like in the game. So, again, great to see Mega reinvesting in new parts and new moulds with this line to make things feel as authentic as possible and to really go for that game accuracy that's so important with this line. Yeah, Jackals have always just been elites with different heads, right? Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. So the fact that they put a little effort into creating a new mold for them, I think is great. Would you, so will you, hmm, we just recently got the skirmishers in one of the sets. Will you, do you prefer, do you think you prefer these new freebooters, these new jackals over the, the old the old figures will you throw all your old jackals away and just buy up the new ones luckily um <laughs> the only super articulated jackals we've seen are the halo 4 and halo 5 design so because these look like they're going back to the old species i'm quite happy to keep both alongside each other i don't mind the halo 4 and 5 one feeling a little bit bulkier because it just kind of distinguishes them a little bit more and mm-hmm. um, what i would say I really wish that since they will have had planned that they were doing this, that they would have waited with the skirmishers. Because I think the skirmishers would look a lot better with this particular body and their armor set for this size. Because in Halo Reach, they are kind of very, very slender, very agile. They're almost like um, birds in the way they move. So it would make Mm -hmm. a lot more sense for them to be using this sculpt. They're like Um, feathered jackals basically what they are. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, I mean, if if it had meant that, say, for example, they waited and just gave us, like, a grunt and... I, I don't know, see, it's hard because, obviously, we've got a grunt and elite in a battle pack in this wave, so then what else would you have put in the sword-based skirmish? Because you can't do brutes because they're not in that mission. Mm-hmm. You do a grunt and an elite and you've got the risk of overlapping with the infinite sets too much. So really you did need something like the skirmishes or the jackals. So I don't think there was any happy medium for doing a new sculpt there and mm-hmm. affording it in the spring line, which has traditionally got um, less budget anyway. But it's just frustrating to see that change so soon after we've just got it. If it had been a case of, oh, we'll just reuse something else or we'll give you a multiplayer pack with two lots of spartans versus two lots of spartans yeah it wouldn't have been as popular but then at least we could have got skirmishes with this new sculpt um that's... but really that's just petty gripes you know i think overall is solid yeah well no i actually i actually kind of prefer that there are different body types for the jackals and the elites in the mega construct because i think it kind of lends to a variety within the covenant species that not all jackals have the same body build or not all jackals are 
thin, you know, like I think that it's nice yeah. to have that, uh, that kind of mixture, um, mm-hmm. for it. I think personally, I've always kind of preferred the halo Four, halo five design. So these ones, they do kind of look a little goofier to me. Um, so, I mean, I think they're, they're okay, but I, I think I prefer the, the, the more halo four design. And then I think the Marine for this set, I think it's excellent. I think I love the idea of the, the rolled up sleeves. Cause it yeah. kind of harkens back to that, um, uh, that mission in combat evolved i think it's 343 when they're in the swamp and you see the guys and they got rolled up sleeves on some of their oh shoot some of the marines yeah. have that mm-hmm. yeah and then i think i think touching back and i think i talked about this um on our first episode with the spartan 2 design um i love what they did with chief's helmet and i love the added detail but again that chest plate just is just looks too bulky for me yeah. Um, I he's Superman. Oh, Come on. Yeah, I know. He's just, he's yeah, he's thick. got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like he can't give, like, he can't, you know, like hold his hands together because his chest's so big. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's, been, he's been working out. <laughs> he's been bent, yeah. Lifting those weights. But other than that, I do like, I do like, I love the infinite design for Chief's armor. I think, again, it's kind of like a, a nice blend of the two. Um, but I think. If they had just kind of scaled back a little bit on the chest plate, I think I would have preferred it a lot more. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I did. Uh, it. One additional thing to note, and I bring this up because it is probably going to come in the warthog with the chief figure, I reckon, um, is Kevin has also debuted a brand new sculpted weapon that Mega have created. Yeah, and that is the MA40. So obviously the army style. Uh, very similar to the MA-37 assault rifle that's going to be an infinite. And a really, really cool thing with this is the fact that the ammo counter is actually removable. So I don't think this gets discussed enough, but when you look at um, the MA-37 in Reach, the ammo counter is actually on a Picatinny rail, so it would be removable and could be swapped out with other weapon attachments and things. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really cool that Mega have actually noticed that and gone the extra mile and made that removable with this accessory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's also, I think that's also kind of telling of where Infinite's going it it, because of the assault rifle definitely has that more Halo Reach design to it. Yeah. So I wonder if that's going to play into into the story or is it going to tie into Shadows of Reach that they went back to get weapons on Reach or something yeah. like that? Yeah, so it's it's worth noting, although it's very similar to the Reach design, it is a new specification of rifle. So I've right, seen, right. Um, obviously Reach is the 37 and, and this is the 40. So I've seen a lot of speculation that this is maybe a more modified weapon that's used by the UNSC Air Force or the UNSC Navy. Um, and that would maybe explain why it's on the Pelican, which would be quite interesting. Um, but I think just going back to what you were saying, Matt, with the comparisons of Reach, I wonder if this speaks a lot more about the general direction of Infinite, which is kind of at the end of Halo 5, when you think about the journey through that game, it's very similar to Reach because you go from facing relatively easy enemies in the form of the remnants of the Storm Covenant to suddenly facing this new enemy that's entirely overwhelming and entirely powerful. Very, very similar to the gradual fall of Reach where you go from one engagement in Visegrad that you think isn't going to be major to mm-hmm. a whole fleet getting unveiled and suddenly invading the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. 
It very should cool. it should be very interesting where it goes. I'm I am very intrigued and also a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I think that's the general consensus. <laughs> Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope. I just hope, and I've always said this. I hope they don't. They don't. They're not so shameful of what they did with Halo Five that they forget all the good they did with Halo Four, and they just double back on it. And I'm. I'm afraid that they're gonna. You know what I mean? And I think that's why this yeah. Warthog design gives me a little hope. Is that they? They didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. They kept mm-hmm. a lot of what they loved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think. It's going to be focused on Chiefy Boy, um, Chiefy and Cortana, <laughs> but I feel like I'm just hopeful that they bring in some new characters or, or extend the life of some established characters definitely, um, definitely. versus versus just putting everybody in the background. Yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of talk, at, apparently, whether this is true or not, you never know, but apparently 343 are getting a little bit more creative freedom this time because Microsoft are aware that their involvement in Halo 5 contributed towards what inevitably happened with it. Mm. So that makes me quite hopeful, because I think when it, when it comes to any creative medium, um, especially something like a video game, if you have an idea for a story, and if you're developing that story, you have to be able to see it through to the end. And mm. if you start changing things when you get very, very close to that endpoint, then it's not going to make sense. I mean... I, I hate to make a Jurassic comparison, but it's the same reason that Jurassic Park 3 flopped in many ways, because they made a lot of script changes towards the end, and mm-hmm. because of that, the whole continuity around it started to fall apart. Mm. So I think that that was really Halo 5's big issue, with obviously not tying into the marketing and everything like that, because so much got changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, same could be said for uh, Justice League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I think... Because of that, they're going to be a lot more conscious of that this time around. So hopefully we should get a really, really thoroughly planned out and developed story. And hopefully that comes with some more audio marketing as well. Because I really mm. enjoy it. Yes. Yes, I love that. I know. I think we're all we're all hoping that we get something similar to that. What other um, what other sets do you think they're going to come out with as a part of this line? They have to do a raid. And I, okay. I hopefully we get a... Uh, a more traditional combat evolve style or, you know, Halo, Halo two, the traditional style Wraith, always okay. my favorite. And I uh-huh. think if we're, if we're going to take the warthogs and we're going to take everything kind of back to their core, hopefully we take the Wraith back too. Um, mm-hmm. I think it definitely needs uh, a traditional redesign, uh, for it. Yeah. So hopefully we get, hopefully we get a Wraith tank with the traditional, uh, covenant colors. Although I wouldn't be opposed to having a banished, tank either yes i mean I, i'm cool. i'm still waiting for a banished right here yeah that'd be great blister back give me that blister yeah back. Give me um that. so in terms of this specific wave i actually think that we're going to see a lot more reach stuff as well because if you look at the helmet molds they're very very similar to the halo reach army trooper mold and mm. actually the prototypes that were shown at toy fair were white so yes you could say that that was um prototype coloring but i'm sure that one of them had like a blue stripe on it very similar to the reach army trooper helmet so i have a feeling that we're going to see the bulk of the sets being infinite focused and so like i said earlier infinite blind bags infinite heroes but i reckon we're going to get a taste of reach in this uh, line as well which Mm. i think would be quite nice and i'm hoping that to be honest with you 
mega work closer with 343 so obviously they're working to tie into um infinite at the moment but it would be really nice to see some callback halo 2 sets once that comes to mcc on pc then callback halo 3 sets halo 4 sets everything like that i think could be quite successful i think the phantom is due for a redesign as well oh yes we've had can you believe it we've had one phantom we've Mm -hmm. had four pelicans yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they point. did do a very nice job on the spirit. So hopefully we get that level of quality for the Phantom. Yeah. They got to come out so with nice. some I mean, the creative is the big the creative is big bad now. They got to come out with some created something, right? Like what they're going to come out with a Cortana figure. What's Cortana look like? Do right? you think we see that or do you think they hold that until after the game's released and then they release yeah. that in another wave? Because mm, I feel like if point. you if we throw out I mean cuz if you have a set right now that has like a, a Cortana figure in her more updated version and she's with Prometheans or she's with uh, Forerunner soldiers, we automatically kind of make that leap that, oh, Prometheans are in Halo Infinite. And I don't know if we're going to actually see those guys. So like something a spoiler, you think? Yeah, they might just hold it until the end. So like I'm thinking like in the traditional first lines, they might just release um what we're more accustomed to like the the of course we're gonna of course they're gonna have a wraith tank in halo infinite they'd be fools not to because they've had it in every other halo and everyone would ride if there wasn't a wraith tank especially krista <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so i think i think we should probably um think that maybe they're going to release the more traditional sets and then hold back the spoilery sets at least i'd hope mm-hmm. that because i wouldn't want the toys to spoil the the plot for me yeah. yeah, I agree with that. We're going to have I... to see a ghost in Halo Infinite, right? So give me, mm. in, I mean, there's been a lot of ghosts. That's another one that they've produced a lot of. But give me give me a new a new little ghost. I think that would be cool. It yeah. makes sense as well, because the last one was the banished one. So mm-hmm. there would be no harm in going back to the classic design. Um, but I, I'm going to throw a curveball here. I don't actually think that we're going to see that many more buildable sets in this license. Um, so look at the way Mega's gone recently. In off years, it's mainly just figure packs in smaller sets. Mm-hmm. So I reckon that we will get these three big sets with that wave, uh, maybe like a couple of $10 sets, and then it will be figure packs, heroes, and blind bags. I genuinely mm-hmm. I agree with think that will be the assortment. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. And then maybe if we're lucky, we'll get another wave of bigger buildable sets where they do Covenant stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think maybe we've talked about this off air, but give me a Halo ring. Yeah, like they, they've been yes. doing more of Mega in general. Has been doing more like with the um, uh, Game of Thrones. They have the Red Keep, and I think they just released another one that they're going to put out there. Um, the was it the Black? Uh, what is it? The Wall or something like that? Anyway, yeah, there's one that's um, literally just gone up pre-order today. Right. Yeah. So give me a give me a little Halo ring. I would love that. I don't know how yeah, they would yes. do it with their pieces, but that'd be cool. The nice little plaque. Oh my god! And include a librarian figure. Ooh yes. Ooh yes. Love that. That was yes. a little great wave there. Um, that, I was going to yep. say as well. If you're doing this series, the smaller builds, then include Cortana with a smaller build of a Guardian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, a guardian would be nice to see too. A guardian could be cool. I mean, I feel like now guardians gonna... need to be an infinite somewhere because they're yeah they're at the tail end of Halo Three, and yeah. they they have to be incorporated in the story somehow. 
I hope well, they just don't pull a Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, in the, the Dead Man's Chest, they have the Kraken, and then in the third one, oh, the Kraken's dead, it's over there. I hope yeah. they don't say, like, oh, there's all the junked uh, Guardians that happened after this big battle. They're over there. They're all, all trashed. Well, yeah, right. that, this is the thing that scares me, because they do keep talking about it as a reboot, and I'm yeah. like, no, please continue your story threads. Don't just yeah. drop them. I feel like that is the worst thing that a franchise can do, because if you, if you drop all your story threads and then don't get the bounce back right with something new, which is entirely possible that it could be a mixed reception again, mm-hmm. then you're essentially really really shoehorning yourself it's really yeah. yeah so i am so hopeful that we continue the story from halo 5 yeah yeah um, i hope it doesn't i don't know what you guys think about the star wars sequel trilogy but it, it for me <laughs> it has a kind of a disjointed story and so i hope we don't have that kind of like curve bump um speed bump when we go from five to infinite my sense is that when they're talking about a soft reboot, and I don't think they've ever said, have they said soft reboot? They may have used some language that alludes to that. Um, Frankie and, and Kiki and, and um, I think it's, the team. It's, main, it's mainly been like a return to traditional Halo is what yeah, they kind of... Right. Yeah, right. My, my sense is that they're just going to simplify uh, what what's presented on screen, um, the amount of story elements. Versus, like, and I remember when we were doing Mission Debrief, we, we harped on the fact that when they had, like, a graphic, when we did the Halo 5 series, they had a graphic as, like, look at all this stuff that we've pulled into this story. It was, like, all these books and um, all this other media and the podcast, like, all this stuff, or in the yeah. night, Nightfall, that, like, okay, we've incorporated all this into the story, so if you've if you've actually digested, consumed all of that other stuff, this, this story, it's going to enhance the story. And it does, but it also complicated it way too much for the the casual fan yeah and they it, it felt like you know like a dc movie where they're trying to cram in so <laughs> much story into two hours when that thing needs to be like two different movies right well i mean if it's a Zack snyder film it's three hours so that <laughs> yeah right right i mean i feel like this could be a whole different podcast but just the direction halo 5 was going and what we ended up getting is so so different because i mean i I don't know if anyone remembers the very first demo at Sinion where it was just Osiris. Yep. Um, and I mean, it still is just Osiris, isn't it? But I mm-hmm. remember that in that very first demo, they find Chief's assault rifle on Sinion. So something entirely different was going on in that game. And it mm-hmm. really, really bothers me that we're never going to know what it was because I, I, I get, get the feeling that would have been so cool. I personally think chief was more of a villain in halo 5 and Mm. i think once they realized that everyone was freaking out that Locke was the hero they dialed it back quick Mm. that would make sense from microsoft's perspective as well i think that's why yeah there's a huge cut in the story of what the hell chief is doing in halo 5 so i think a lot of it had to do with that he was a little more on the on the bad guy bandwagon, or at least we could do that from a certain point of view. Yeah. Who's really the Perhaps villain. he didn't realize Cortana was as bad as she was, and he was trying to still 
ally with her because he mm-hmm. thought that she was doing something for good and then it transpires she isn't yeah that could be a whole separate podcast and oh, yeah. the, what i was going to say just bringing it back to mega constructs i hope that in this license they do call a little bit back from halo 5 so two things that i'd really potentially like to see as heroes figures are one um the warden eternal because why have we Definitely. not uh, i would love that um, and secondly because from a photography standpoint, I really like playing around with light at the moment and like shining light through figures. And because I think he's quite a cool character and quite memorable, I would not complain if we got a AI figure of Governor Sloan. Okay, yep. sure. I dig it. The other thing that we've kicked around and we've this plays into who we are and, and our, our brand is why haven't we got a Hurgak yet? Like, if those yeah. Hurgak are still around, maybe they're going to finally incorporate those into Halo Infinite. Let's see. Give me a Hurgak. That'd be great. See, now that would be great to tie in with, like, Tom was talking about, that they're kind of sh- focusing more on, like, a Reach style. Yeah. It'd be awesome if you did a a Reach set that had a Hurgak in it. Mm-hmm. It would be something oh, yeah. new. It'd be something I, – I, I mean, if you put a Hurgak in a set, I'm picking it up. Are you, oh, yeah. are you ready for this set idea live on air? Because I've just come up with this. <laughs> uh, here we go. Generate a shutdown, a build of one of the Covenant. Um, oh, I've already worked it up. It should be Jammer Shutdown. There we go. A build of one of the Covenant Jammers that you shut down in. Uh, yep, I can't remember the mission name, but yep. Um, includes two UNSC Army Troopers, a Horogok. And a reach brute miner in super articulation. Ooh, I love that. See, now I'm going to be disappointed, Tom, if none of these sets happen. I'm already <laughs> yeah. getting to it if we don't get a librarian figure with our Halo ring. I'm going to be like, Tom, this is all your fault for not allowing me to have this like expectation. I'm just saying, I'm available. <laughs> just right for hire. Someone get this man a job. You, you and many other DMs. people that are available right now. Yeah. All right, oh, so yeah. let's cut it there. Um, anything you guys want to talk about real quickly about you know what we've seen in the community? I think um, one of the things we want to incorporate in the show is um, highlighting other content creators when it comes to you know toys and and mega constructs more specifically. But anything out there that you've seen that you want to at least mention um, that some of our listeners might want to check out? Um, Matt, have you seen anything out there that that's worth worth uh, worth a look? Um, I think Tom was going to bring one up, but I don't actually have one, but I'll let him introduce him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to completely change what I'm going to say. I'm going to throw a curveball here. Um, <laughs> I am going to shout out more shots. So okay. I assume that um, that's M-O-O-R-E, shots. Mm-hmm. I assume a few of you will have seen him in the spotlight already. He does some really, really cool toy photography. He um, uses a lot of the Play Arts Kai and the 3A Halo figures, so the big scale, like, really, really high quality figures. And he does really, really cool photos that experiment a lot with kind of like smoke and visual effects and stuff like that. And he's been really inspiring me to actually use more visual effects in my own photos and kind of experiment with how I can incorporate them as part of my style. So he's been a big inspiration on the photography front at the moment. Very cool. Nice. Awesome. Um, the one, and I, th- and you've probably heard of this guy already. He, he's, he's gotten 
some uh, some decent numbers on YouTube over the last year since I've seen I've kind of followed him. I found him when I started collecting about a year ago, a little over a year ago now. Um, and he he created this crazy pelican, like this giant pelican, Brickman one one seven. Find him on YouTube and just enjoy what he's up to. Um, it's been it's been a trip to see what this guy the work that this guy's been putting putting into it. It's been fun. Um, that and, is breathtaking. Yeah, it is absolutely. Um, anything? Oh, Matt, why don't you uh, why don't you plug yourself as we as we get out of here? Where can people find you, your stuff, um, all that sort of thing? Definitely, definitely. Well, you can tweet to me at Pure Genius Lego. You can also watch um, some of my stop motion animation at Pure Genius Lego on YouTube. Some of the videos that I'm doing right now, I'm working on right now, will be showing up in the Podcast Evolve channel. So look for those. And you can also listen to my podcast, which is the Halo Mega Construct podcast. Very nice. Tom, how about yourself? Um, hit me up on Twitter at Tom underscore Jurassic, mainly because that's probably the easiest place of keeping track of all of the Halo content I make at the moment. And is Tom yeah, underscore be... Evolved available? Because you might want to think about it. <laughs> oh, oh, tempting. Tempting. Well, I mean... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. That has yeah. a nice ring hit, to it, though. Hit me up at Tom underscore evolved. There we um, go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I went all ASMR then. I, like, proper leaned into the mic then. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Let's do... Hold up. I'm going to do a live search right now. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. We're rebranding on the fly. <laughs> That's something to consider. Um, but yeah, for now, Tom underscore Jurassic, but potentially in the future, Tom mm. underscore Evolved. Love it. Um, and then check me out on Mission Debrief on this channel here. Um, we're on YouTube, and we're going to post these on our RSS feed. So, um podcast evolve has all sorts of good stuff in terms of uh, if you're a fan of the halo lore so check us out we have a book club uh we have our mission debrief which breaks down all of the 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 missions from all of the games and we have our regular show and now we have builds with blocks so this is great um that'll do it for our show thanks for joining us if you uh, like the show feel free to support us uh, at podcast evolved on patreon until next time evolved Evolved. Evolved. <laughs>